Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 95. If you are in a job that just doesn't feel good, I have been in any number of jobs that started to lose their shine over time. That feeling of not being appreciated, not getting paid what you're worth, and boy, I really hope this isn't you, but it could be, and I know it's been for me in the past, what I call just this toxic soup. Sometimes it's, it all, it reminds me of that little story about uh, if there's a frog in a beaker, right? If you turn up the heat right away, it'll jump out. But what about that slow increase, that toxicity that just keeps building and building and building and you keep adjusting and adjusting and adjusting and absorbing and absorbing and thinking it maybe it's going to get better. And so you never make that leap. I don't want you to be there. You don't have to stay around if you're in that situation. I was thinking about all of my transitions this morning as I was kind of getting my brain ready. And the one that came to mind was when I was in retail and I had been retail for a long time. And man, I loved it. I loved the craziness of it. I loved my team. I loved the sales for a while. Hated inventory night. <laughs> that, one, that one was not fun. But I got to a place where I just got to thinking there's got to be something more. There just had to be because I was tired of the what have you done for me lately kind of vibe that tends to happen. We would look at our sales hour by hour and compare it to last year. Are we ahead of this hour on this day last this month? last year. And of course, if you're not throughout the day, the pressure starts to build and you start thinking, what am I going to do? How am I going to make my day? And that kind of grind just got wearisome for me. But I had been in retail for a while and I just wasn't sure. A lot of people that left retail buying, and that's where I was, always went outside to the wholesale side of the business to selling. And I had never done outside sales in my life, but I knew there were a few brands I would be willing to work for. And one day in a buy meeting, sitting around with my colleagues, our merchandiser said, hey, we don't have a a sales rep anymore for this brand. And you know what? It was my favorite brand to buy. And I couldn't believe it, that there was actually a job opening in my favorite brand. That whole meeting, I'm participating, but I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what if I went for it? I've never done outside sales. How, do, how can I make this transition? I started to think about all of the people that it interacted with, all of the vendors, all of the sales reps who sold stuff to me. And I got a little spark and I thought, you know what? 
if they can do it, I can do it. I can think about all of the ways I've interacted. I can think about all of the brands I love and my enthusiasm for those. And I remembered something that someone told me about selling inside sales. And it was a sale is just a transfer of enthusiasm and belief. And I thought, okay, that's all I need. That's at least a starting point. And I went for it. And you know what? This was what was so cool is at the time I was living in Portland and I had to drive to Seattle for the job interview. I went there and I just expressed my enthusiasm and belief. I talked about my approach to buying and how I really believed that selling in that context would give me an advantage because I'd have a 360 degree view because I was a buyer. I knew exactly what was going on in buyers' minds. And so as a seller, as an account executive, I could understand them at a deeper level than maybe anybody else could who didn't have that experience. I connected the dots for the interviewer. I was interviewing with the president of the company. I connected the dots for him of why my experience was actually an advantage. And you know what? The drive from Portland to Seattle is three hours. So I spent six hours on the road, plus hanging out in the hotel and meeting with this person. And you know what happened? By the time I got home, I had a job offer. That just tells me what you want is possible. And I've been doing that kind of thing over and over and over again. When I got laid off the last time, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going back because this timeless strategy that I had used over and over again to get promotions, to get jobs I wanted when I needed to have one and jobs I wanted when I was just ready for something different. Let's talk about the ways Things you can do right now that are going to help you feel better about where you are. Because here's the reality. The worse you feel about the day-to-day that you're going through right now, the more energy it drains out of you. And the more energy it drains out of you, the easier it is for you to make excuses about getting out and about going into a job search, creating a new resume, doing the things taking the actions that you know you need to take to make that career move. So I want you to be thinking about how you can manage the current day-to-day so that you can get out. And oh, you know what? I'll do this little plug. I have a weekly newsletter that I launched called Sunday Scaries. I send it out every Sunday afternoon and it gives you tips on how to feel better in the upcoming work week So it's not so draining. It's not sucking the life out of you so that when you're ready to make your move, you've got the energy and the thought process and the motivation to do that. Too much of the time, that job that is 
draining the life out of you is also draining out the confidence and clarity that you have about your value because you've got these inputs from other people that are likely not any kinds of words that you want spoken over you. But battling that, that cognitive dissonance, that messaging of what's coming in and what you can conjure up for yourself can be kind of challenging. The best way I know how to do this is for you to track your accomplishments. And, you know, nobody teaches us how to do this. I meet with people all the time uh, when we're rewriting a resume or, you know, talking interview insights, whatever. And one of the hardest things people have blocks around is tracking accomplishments, talking about your accomplishments. When you are able to identify first and foremost, find anything now, and then create a habit of tracking, this is so helpful. Because first of all, you can go back every week, every day, every morning, and read the accomplishments, read the details of the things you've done, the results you've created, the impact you've had, and it is going to help you feel better. It's gonna help you eliminate the noise from what other people are telling you or the lack of appreciation that you have in your current job and remind you that you have value. And the great thing is, that it's gonna give you some clarity and confidence in the immediate, but it's gonna be reference material for you when you do decide to make your move, because now you can go back to those things and include them as accomplishments in your resume, on your LinkedIn profile during interviews. The other thing that I highly suggest you do is identify workplace behavioral strengths. Now, this sounds like a big phrase, but what it actually means is identifying how you show up. Think about yourself walking through the hallways or on a Zoom meeting. What is it that you do? How is it that you show up in your communication style, in your leadership style, how you approach tasks and goals? Are you someone who just drives right at them in a total self-starter? Are you someone who is uh, accomplishes a goal because you have this really great natural sense for follow-through? Or are you like so tenacious? Do you have the dog on a bone kind of energy that keeps you on track when everybody else is giving up? These are behaviors that underpin the success that you create. They underpin those accomplishments. They underpin your ability to do your job day in, day out. If someone saw you in the workplace, what would they say about you? They probably wouldn't talk only about the things you've done, the tactics, the strategies. They would talk about what it's like to work with you. You're compassionate, you're caring, you're direct. You're to the point, you're unafraid of standing up in front of people and sharing your knowledge and ideas. 
You're the great listener in the room who can pull everybody's ideas together. These are the things that I want you to capture about yourself. And when you do, A, it'll feel really good. And B, it's more of that content that you can reference when you're out and about doing a job search, making your career move, talking to people about the value that you bring to the role, to the table, the impact you can have. And one last thing. I don't want you to just stop at feeling good about you. I want you to use all of the things that you're reminding yourself of, all of the results you've created, all the impact you've had as a motivator, as a reminder that what you want next is possible. Because here's what happens. You start to make a decision And then your brain says, well, it's not so bad. Take what you've learned about yourself, what you appreciate about yourself and what you want and turn it into a decision and turn it into action because you can stay where you are or you can move on and you could actually feel good about you with either one of those decisions. So keep that in mind. And when you're ready, take that leap. You have everything you need. You have accumulated value and you have possibilities, just like I did when I moved from retail to wholesale. You have so much that your brain has gathered in terms of scenarios and relationships that you can feel good about yourself about anything you decide to do next. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you again soon. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.